Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. A new study shows more evidence of a connection between concussions in NFL players and decreased brain function later in life. Dr. Laura Germain, Associate Professor of Psychiatry at Harvard Medical School, is the senior author of that study, and she joins us on WCBS Dr. Jermaine, good to talk with you. You studied more than 350 former NFL players. What did you find? Yeah, so we were looking at, you know, are there cognitive performance differences among these men who played professional football on average 30 years prior to the studies when they finished their professional careers? And what do these differences relate to? Are they related to concussion diagnosis, you know, other sorts of symptoms? And what we found is that, you know, despite having finished their professional careers, you know, on average 30 years ago, there were some differences between their performance and the performance of men who were of similar age. And I think even more importantly, that those differences really seem to be related to the concussion symptoms they experienced over the course of their career. Now, I think we know that when you have a concussion in the, you know, hours and days following the concussion, you certainly have um, some cognitive impairments, but, you know, how long do they last? Um, you know, what are they associated with? And we're finding that it's the symptoms themselves that the players experienced and the number of symptoms over the course of their career that really seem to be related. Tell us about the paces you put these former players through. What kind of testing did you do? Yeah, so we did, you know, we wanted to get it objective cognitive functioning. So not how people felt they were doing and how they felt they were thinking, but, you know, how do they do on objective cognitive tests? So the players each completed about an hour long battery of cognitive tests that included tests of memory, tests of attention, tests of response speed, um, tests of verbal knowledge. So really a whole range of cognitive functions to get at, you know, what seems to be different, what seems to be similar. And, you know, the biggest differences we saw, for example, were in memory and processing speed. So how quickly people could respond and how well they could remember items that they were learning in the course of the testing. Right. I wanted to ask, when we talk about reduced cognitive function, boil that down. What do we mean? So what we mean is that people are responding a little slower. So the former NFL players were responding a little more slowly than men of a similar age. They were able to remember slightly fewer items from the items that they were told to memorize than men of a similar age. Their concentration was a tiny bit poorer. So these are not huge, huge differences. We're not talking about the difference between normal performance and dementia. We're talking about the difference, say, between someone who's, let's say, 35 years of age versus 60 years of age. So, you know, that's a pretty appreciable difference. But... Um, you know, we think it's really due to that concussion history. Now, I know you tested more than 350 former NFL players. You also tested to kind of have like a base group, people who never played football. That's right. What was the difference? How overwhelming was the difference between those two groups? Not overwhelming at all. And in fact, for younger players, uh, the difference was pretty small, right? So the, uh, the places where we see the biggest differences for older players. Now, why is that the case, right? Is it that there is accelerated aging related to concussion history, right? So that the older they are, the more we see a difference between that group of former players and our comparison sample. Another possibility is that, you know, we're looking at the history of safety in professional football, right? That the older players are the ones that were most impacted by those early 
um, you know, differences in, in protective gear and rules about when a player could continue playing, you know, diagnosis of concussion and when they get pulled off the field. Um, I hope that's what it is, but accelerated aging is another potential alternative explanation. Is there a cumulative effect if you suffer concussions during your playing years? Will it get worse as you get older or perhaps you're just not able to recover as you get older and, and it, it just stays bad? Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, we do know that there are neurodegenerative conditions that seem to be associated with concussions. So you're more likely to develop a process that is progressive um, when you've had more concussions. In this study itself, we can't really tell. But what we did see is that it wasn't just, have you ever had dizziness after a head injury or loss of consciousness after a head injury, but how many times it happened, right? So how many times did you have a head injury and you felt confused or disoriented afterwards, right? And the more times that happened, the more differences we saw in their cognitive performance. You know, we hear a lot about CTE, which is diagnosed through postmortem exams. And we hear about that with former players. Do your findings seem to parallel those studies or are we talking apples and oranges here? It's really hard to say. So, you know, we don't know a lot about the cognitive correlates of CTE. So how much what you're seeing, uh, you know, image wise uh, matches on to differences in performance. Right. So that's kind of a, a link that we don't entirely have yet. It is consistent with the idea that um, in general, former, former NFL players have impacts on their cognition that are long lasting. Right. If we looked in these guys' brains, would we find CTE? I don't know. There's no way to say that's not what we looked at. But you know, again, on average, 30 years later, we're still seeing some differences that are, you know, indicative of, of some lasting impact due to professional football. All right. Dr. Laura Germain, Associate Professor of Psychiatry at Harvard Medical School. Thank you for talking with us. An interesting topic. We appreciate Thanks it. For Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 